Session 15, November 22nd, 2012. I woke Thursday morning and went about my routine as usual. I showered, got dressed and ate breakfast before kissing my mom on the cheek and heading out the door to walk to school. Only, school wasn't actually my destination. An abandoned store on Main was. We were to meet in the side alley which adjoined a closed down bookstore, Barn Owl Books. I glanced up and down the mostly deserted street before entering the dim alley. I accidentally kicked a beer bottle with the toe of my sneaker, making me jump. I guess I was a little on edge. A shaft of morning sunlight spilled into the opposite end of the brick-walled alley. The back lot was a mass of overgrown grass and weeds, discarded pieces of wood, and contorted corrugated sheet metal. A lonesome shopping cart lay upturned. Some kind of creeper had wound itself around the rusted bars, before turning brown and dying as well. Heather sat waiting on an old crate, jean-clad legs crossed and smoking a cigarette. The light caught her hair. It shimmered in luminescent aura. I felt my heart skip a beat in my chest. She still had that effect on me. I found it hard to believe that I had even pressed my lips against hers, yet alone being undressed and entwined in her slender arms. Heather smiled and blew a lungful of blue smoke skyward. Her green eyes seemed to radiate like they held a puck-like secret. Hello, handsome. She smiled. I'm glad to see you made it on time. What did you think? That I wouldn't show? Of course not, silly. I'm only kidding. Come on, let's go in. Heather got up and slung her canvas messenger bag over her shoulder. There were two doors at the rear of the old bookstore. One downstairs and one up. The first floor was set with a heavy brass padlock. It was safe to say we weren't entering that way. A rickety-looking staircase led to a small landing on the second floor. I assumed that was where we would make our entrance, so veered off toward it. Heather grabbed my arm. Hold your horses, John Wayne. We're not going that way. It's locked too. Oh, I said, slightly abashed. I just guessed we were. Any visible broken windows had been boarded up. Well, you guessed wrong, my dear. We're heading downstairs to the basement. The basement? Yeah, the basement. Come on, I'll show you. We walked toward the locked back door. A few feet from the left of it, Heather stopped at a sheet of rusted corrugated metal. She bent down and took hold of it, sliding it aside into the long grass. A mostly rotted cellar door sat exposed. I told you, didn't I? Heather spun around and wrapped her arms around my neck. She smiled and kissed me on the mouth. You ready? Anything with you. Good, she laughed and retrieved a flashlight from her bag. We're going to need this and I'm putting you in charge of it. She handed me the black mag light and took hold of the tarnished door handle with both hands, spreading her legs slightly apart to steady herself. You sure you don't want a hand? I'm fine, it's not terribly heavy or anything. She pulled the door open, it creaked. An embrace of unpleasant sound, but otherwise it opened no worries at all. We were met by the immediate smell of damp and decay. The cement stairs that led into the gloom were caked with moss and dead leaves. I placed a hand on Heather's shoulder. 
You sure you don't want me to go first? I'm fine, Mark. Just keep the flashlight steady. I'm still blown away by how strong she was after all that had happened. And the smirking face of the unknown, hell, it really was a testament to her character. I mean, I put on a brave face, but to be totally honest, I was terrified by Nessat mask. Heather wasn't. A 15-year-old girl in faded blue Levi's and an oversized black woolen sweater with thumb holes at the end of the unraveling sleeves, showing more heart and courage than most people twice her age ever did. I really do think that's worth something. We descended the stairs to the basement of Barn Owl Books. They ended at a closed painted door, red flakes falling away to reveal the wooded boards beneath. I thought I had noticed the same oxblood red painted on the storefront. It did seem to make sense, like the owner had done the place in a colour scheme that reflected that of an old barn. I pointed the flashlight at a dented door handle, and Heather reached for it. It turned with ease, and we went through into the basement proper. The basement was windowless, and the naked bulbs that hung from the ceiling, or floor, were all broken, though I couldn't tell you why. The place obviously hadn't been touched by either vandals or the homeless. The stained walls were free of holes and graffiti. Rolls of shelves stretched off into the darkness, stuffed with waterlogged books and periodicals. It didn't look unlike a library. It looked too much like stock to be just storage. The basement must have been part of the store. Wow, how did you find this place? I was walking home from the library a couple weeks back and tried to peek through the plate glass windows at the front. Even though the parts were not so thickly soaked over, I couldn't see anything due to the curtains behind. So I decided to investigate. I'm a sucker for books and thought maybe I could find something worth scavenging. And let's be honest here, who doesn't love to explore old buildings? Actually, probably a lot of people. But I sure do. Anyway, as you saw, the back door was locked tight. So I went up onto the landing, and that door was now shut with these huge nails, so that was a no-go. It was only on the wildest whim that I decided to look under the sheet of metal. You can understand my surprise when I found the door beneath. That's awesome, so what are we doing here exactly? I'll explain soon. Come on, the stairs to the first floor are over here. Heather could be terribly enigmatic at times, but I was used to it, and I trusted her with my life. It's time, Mark. I'll see you next week.